Yo, yo, it's Danny Boy. You now tuned in to the Encore Radio Show. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... I want a hammock for all of that shade that they throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been seeing. That boy wanted beef, now he vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas was scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in. And UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. Ain't sending a message. It's cool. I'm a Lancara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. I run that right, folks, like Spice on. Korea show live here as you guys heard with Danny Boy out of Atlanta, aka out of Brownsville, out of Brownsville. So let me, so nah, so let me, let me, let me, let's let's figure that out real quick. Uh, so born in Brownsville, born in Brooklyn. Shout out to my Brooklynites. Born in Brooklyn, um, but you moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it has it has it been a split now in terms of like. The time, your time here, your time there, and time here is it? Is it close? Nah, not, it's, not close? it's still. You feel me? It's still Brooklyn every day. Like you feel me? I've been back and forth the whole time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. really, it's um the whole thing with Atlanta. It was like I had to actually escape Brooklyn because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. doing some wild shit out here as mm-hmm. a young kid. So mm-hmm. my mom was like, "Yo, what's the the most furthest place from New York that I could take <laughs> this nigga so he ain't gonna have contact with nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, like, yo, yeah, we yeah. going to ATL. So oh, you feel me? Nigga was in ATL for like two years and I hated that shit. Like I ain't talked to nobody when yeah. I got down there, but now it's like you feel me, it's all love down there. It's funny because so people don't some people know that some people don't, but I went to high school in Charlotte Charlotte, North Carolina mm-hmm. and I hated that shit. Two so. countries. Yo, I don't talk like from now from high school. I probably talk to two people from Maybe Carolina. Two. Yeah, from Carolina. It just be like two that. people like that. Like that. That's like a part of my life that I've like it just repressed. Like yeah. I don't talk about it. I don't tell nobody yeah. about that shit. Like nothing. When it come to ATL, you feel me? I can honestly say that Atlanta made me a better person because okay. it exposed you to stuff that New York don't got. Like mm-hmm, in New York, mm-hmm. you feel me? It's always uh, Russell and Tussle. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Is you feel me? Gritty and grimy and all that. When you get to ATL and you just riding down the expressway and you just see all the trees, you like, yo, it's you feel me? It's stuff other than project buildings that True. exist in the world. Yeah. You feel me? And yeah. Then, you get southern hospitality is mm-hmm. a real thing like mm-hmm. people down there greet you hello goodbye mm-hmm. have a nice night mm-hmm. every day you mm-hmm. feel me you don't gotta worry about too many people grilling you yeah. uh high school for me i went to mad high schools in atl you know sure. niggas was moving around a lot uh-huh. so i went to high school in bankhead i went to frederick douglas that's mm-hmm. like the hood school that ti went to mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. feel me I got the hood, saw that Atlanta, and then I went to school downtown with all the rich kids. I went to school with T.I. daughters, and then I went to school <laughs> that T.I. went to. So I got yeah. both parts of ATL. And I can say, you feel me, like, there's cheerleaders, you got basketball team, football mm-hmm. fields at the school and shit. You so play like, ball? I tried to, uh-huh. you feel me, but God had another plan for me because <laughs> niggas jump shot right. wasn't as wet as it could have been. You know <laughs> all right, bad, 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 bad. Are you over that? Basketball? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nah. Nah, me. nah. See, because, like, even to this day, son, I'm like, nah, yo, nah. Give me, like, six months, I'm being the, yeah, Fuck out of me now, I had those, those times where you be like, yo, if I went to school, I could dad probably. Come. You know, I'm 6'6 six, six and shit, so yeah, it's like yeah, every yeah. day I wake up, I'm like, yo, I could really dunk on niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then it's like, yo, 
you gotta, you know, I smoke a lot of buds, <laughs> you feel me? So you gotta stop smoking bud, you gotta go to school, you gotta, yeah. you feel me, train your body and all that, kudos yeah, yeah, to yeah. everybody that ball is life, that's a hard, <laughs> you feel me, sacrifice to make, so, but nah, I ain't that disciplined for that. You're right, you're right, you're I'd right. I'd rather rap and be free, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, all right, bet, so how old are you now? 21. You're 21, son. You're talented for 21, I'll tell you that right now. So, shout out to you for that. Like, there are a lot of, a lot of artists... Like I've been doing this now for three years, and you know I've watched the progression of a lot of artists. Like I, be, I mean, I've I know artists that are like, you know, now coming into the game at like 19, mm-hmm. 20, whatever. And I know artists that are like 27, 28, like mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. who I've been following now their entire career and seeing that progression. Mm-hmm. You rap better than some of them, you know. I appreciate that. <laughs> you I, I you got you understand the flow, the concept a little I better. I definitely well, appreciate so. that. Niggas put a lot of. Feel me, hard work and sacrifice, blood, sweat, and tears into these tracks. So I'm glad that you feel me. People was starting to take notice of that. Appreciate that. Appreciate. Yeah. All right, so 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 peep this now. All right, so let's let's go back for a little bit. Okay. So, being from New York, yeah. um, but also living down south, who's your favorite rapper? Matter of fact, no. Who was your favorite rapper growing up, and who's it now? Growing, I, I feel like you feel me. My favorite rapper always gonna be Jay Z. Okay, and that's okay. just that's just a given. It's mm-hmm. just you feel me. Just the the persona down to the music, down to how you carry yourself and everything. It's just Jay Z is you feel me. Who I not aspire to be, but if I had somebody that I want people to compare me to, mm-hmm. don't compare me to nobody but Jay Z. You feel me? Because right, I'm not nice. just a Brooklyn rap nigga. I'm not just you feel me. Some little hood nigga like I actually, you feel me, I can articulate and dictate yeah. what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And you feel me, I'm from the hood, so it's always been one foot out, one foot in type mm-hmm. shit with me. So. Mm-hmm. But when I got to ATL, I can honestly say, like, you know, up here, you don't really hear too many ATL artists, especially, like, before the whole trap wave came up. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really hearing about nobody, so... I didn't really know about no other artists other than, you feel me, T.I., Ludacris, Young Jeezy, mm-hmm. Outkast, Gucci mm-hmm. Mane, you feel me, your basic eight Atlanta A-T-L, niggas yeah, at the yeah. time I moved down there in um, 09. So mm-hmm. when I got down there, that's when you see like Atlanta is really the music capital of America when mm-hmm. it come to like black music and rapping. Cause yeah, it's yeah. like the way Atlanta is set up it's like everybody is either friends with each other or they want to see you win because you from atlanta so it's mm-hmm. not going to be that new york crab in a bucket mentality yeah, 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 you yeah. feel me so when i got down there i actually got to meet niggas like young thug and all them way before anybody knew who they was mm-hmm. outside of atlanta so i got like you feel me i got linked up with all of those niggas i actually you feel me got to have conversations with these people mm-hmm. and now these niggas is at the top of the game so it's like yo and niggas in new york is just now yeah. getting up on mad atl artists that i've been you feel been me that heard for years and shit. Mm-hmm. so it's, it's cool just getting a different perspective on the different regions and how music work in different places and shit. So you get to see a, a good broaden your horizons. Yeah. I would yeah, rather yeah. say, other than you just being a, you feel me? It, it's good to hear that about Atlanta because, you know, a lot of people have their own conceptions, misconceptions, whatever it is definitely. about Atlanta. You know, I got I went to Atlanta in Two thousand and four, and I went in two thousand and five. In high, like as a high school kid, mm-hmm. um, like when I was when I went down there, like um, some shit called what, the Underground Mall or whatever it is, yeah, whatever. I used to live yeah. right body. Oh, see, so I, I went, I went there, and that shit was like that was that was like the, the age of like ex t shirts yeah, and shit, whatever. So, yeah. I got in there, and as soon as I got in there, the shit got shut down. Like I've never seen a mall get shut down before, but mm-hmm. the fucking mall got shut down five minutes, and I was like. 
Yeah, I, I don't need this yeah, shit. See, like, I don't need this shit. Down there, you feel me? Them niggas don't be playing it. You yeah. feel me? As far as, like, they ain't with none of that rough housing, none of that crazy mm. ratchet shit. Like, a lot of people think Atlanta is just, like, some country-ass place that niggas yeah. just go to and they got straws in their mouth and shit like that. <laughs> you feel me? But it's really, like, the city got life. You feel me? They into yeah. the, most of the stuff that, you feel me, we into. They get mm. it a little late compared to New York, of course. Mm. But a new, New York is ahead of everybody. But yeah, I, rather, yeah. I say it's, like, it goes from New York, Atlanta. I know New York, LA. Mm-hmm. It used to be New York, LA, Chicago, but yeah. then Chicago started getting crazy. So mm-hmm. now I feel like it's New York, LA, ATL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it just they just took over that that spot. Now they a real pillar, not only in America, but you feel me? Not only in hip hop, but just you feel me? The world, like yeah, everybody yeah, knows yeah. what Atlanta is now, mm-hmm. just from the music and the artists and everything coming out there. So shout out to the city, man. Dope. All right. So Danny Boy at Yes I'm Dano on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Danny Boy, Dano. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I I was like, you know what? I was like, yo, that's a that's a generic name. Like, let me go and Google that shit and mm-hmm. see what comes up. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I seen a whole heap of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for I Danny Boy, or for Dano? Danny Boy, for okay. Danny Boy. Right. Yeah. So do you think at some point in time you're gonna have to rethink your name because for social media purposes yeah. or not even social, for. Brand purposes, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I thought about that. You feel me? You don't know. I I probably tried to change my names, my my name like five times since I started rapping. And every time I try to change it, it's like people like, yo, bro, like it's not happening. Like, <laughs> okay. Because okay, it's like okay. you feel me. Danny Boy wasn't even a name that I came up with personally. It was mm-hmm. just like you feel me. That's what niggas called me in the hood. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like you know, growing up in school, you hear about the Danny Boy Iris song. Mm-hmm, you feel me? The song mm-hmm. that the um. And it just happened that I'm part Irish into it. So it just all wow. played into one. Okay, okay. And so it's like, you feel me? I was thinking about just having Dan O as the name. And then they mm-hmm. like, yo, that don't really fit you. Because you feel me? When everybody see you, it's like Danny boy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's who you are. You feel me? Whether or not we're going to call you Danny or not, it's still going to be Danny boy <laughs> until you 50 years old, 60 years <laughs> old. Like, because it's not really the boy is not... You feel me from an age perspective it's like a boy like you feel me i'm a i'm a boy right? yeah yeah you're a boy okay yeah, i get, it. I, get it. I get it i get it i get it i get it all right so uncle at uncle radio show twitter uh-huh. instagram facebook hit us all up um this is wise soul we went like what we're like we're like what now like six seven damn nine minutes and 40 seconds into the interview and i'm just now announcing who i am yeah wise soul uh twitter instagram facebook the real wise with a z w-i-z-e shout out to y'all um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we here. Yeah. Browns villain. What's Browns up? Browns villain. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, looking through my questions here, we done went through like half the shit I wanted to talk about okay. already as it is. Um, so, let's talk. Let's go back though to Atlanta underground artists. All right. So, with from my perspective speaking mm-hmm. as a new yorker i've like again i've lived down south i live mm-hmm. like in the new england area and um now i live here and well, i live again in the city and um i had the opportunity to see the different scenes from there not as deep as i know the scene in new york mm-hmm. but um i do know that it's growing um new york is in a reconstruction phase per se whatever mm-hmm. there's a lot of good talent but the, the unity necessarily isn't there and mm-hmm. as much as we try to build it um there are moments where it just it fizzles out because it's too much yeah. it's too much like we are too close together yeah. you think that the fact i mean is it, i mean is it really an issue that you guys like even Atlanta y'all are more spaced out but 
It seems like y'all are more tight. How? how? I actually, I still live in Brooklyn. You uh-huh. feel me? So when I go to Atlanta, I'm just like, you feel me? Anybody else okay, from okay. New York that's out there, only that I, I type grew up out there when mm-hmm. everybody else that's famous now grew up out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got acquainted with all these people, but definitely like the unity in Atlanta compared to New York is bar none. Like, you okay. feel me? Every artist in Atlanta that you hear about that comes from Atlanta, mm-hmm. they either know each other, know mm-hmm. somebody that know each other, or they don't have a big enough problem with each other that they can't, you feel me, come together for the greater good of putting their city in. I wish, man. Now, in New York, mm-hmm. that's a whole different story because on, like, first to begin with, just straight off top, when you even get in New York, you got to deal with what borough you from, you yeah. feel me? Yeah. That separate yeah. everybody mm-hmm. in New York just automatically yep, and that's you feel me it's not like it's our fault but it's really just you feel me like it's hard to relate to niggas in different boroughs just by the way that our city is set mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. atlanta is like you got the metro atlanta one downtown big thing everybody meet up and then everybody got their own separate sides like you got mm-hmm. the east side of atlanta the west side of atlanta mm-hmm. the south side of atlanta north side of atlanta yeah east side of atlanta gucci main future trouble mm-hmm. niggas like that scooter mm-hmm. you feel me west side of atlanta ti young thug Fucking niggas like that. Southside Atlanta, you got Lucci, you got, mm-hmm. you feel me, Bankroll Freshers from like the West Side, RIP mm-hmm. my nigga. Um, mm-hmm. Schoolboy, you feel me? Like everybody come from their own sides, but yeah. it's one city at the end of the day. Yeah. In New York, you feel me? You got 10 niggas from the Bronx, they from the Bronx. They not even gonna say New York City on the yeah. record, they really gonna say the Bronx. You got yeah. Brooklyn niggas, we the most anti social <laughs> people in the world. You feel me? <laughs> The Brooklyn we, State. We're not even going to acknowledge <laughs> nobody else in New York as being a New Yorker until they come through Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? And Queens, like, you feel me? Queens do their own thing. Yeah, and you're right about that. Manhattan got an identity crisis because Harlem don't want to be a part of Manhattan. Manhattan don't want to claim Harlem. So it's like, we got our own thing, issues going on that stop us. But I can honestly say that now, seeing, like, you feel me? I just dropped my debut project. So mm-hmm. now I'm like a fresh face on the scene type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I knew a couple of the artists that's getting a, you feel me, getting love mm-hmm, out here before mm-hmm. they got up. A couple of them I don't know still. And you mm-hmm. feel me, I done came across. But I can honestly say now is more friendly than I ever seen it before. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. when 50 and Fat Joe and all them niggas was running New York and stuff, you wouldn't really hear about. Nope. Burroughs connecting in New York City as a whole, like you feel me when Rock Him and all them was mm-hmm. out. When they it was New York City mm-hmm. that was rapping. It wasn't just you feel me. You had Fifty Cent and Fat Joy, but yeah. now you feel me. You got niggas from the Bronx like Trey Pizzy. You got mm-hmm. niggas like Jimmy mm-hmm. Tents from Brooklyn, my mm-hmm. bro. You got niggas mm-hmm. like Dave East from Harlem. You mm-hmm. got niggas, you feel me niggas from Queens, and they all can link up with each other. Yeah. And it be cool and cordial. Nobody be trying to step on each other's toes. Nobody mm-hmm. be hating on each other. You know what's crazy about that is that I went and I saw, um, I saw the first time I ever saw Dave East perform was when I went to a Dave East Trey Pizzi show at mm-hmm. um, at uh, uh, what the, Webster's Hall a couple a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And they have a song together. I didn't have a couple songs together really, um, but they performed together. And at first I was like, oh, this looks a little awkward. And I felt the energy, and I was like, "Oh nah, like this is this is it's this New is kind of dope, like, yo." You feel me? Then I then I heard um, at South by that Jimmy and Trey performed on the same stage, and it's like, oh, "Okay, that's perfect," you know? Because I mean, listen, it's been three years for me, and like even me, being that I was um, living in Brooklyn, I really only interviewed people from Brooklyn. Like it was a couple of times, like I I had interviewed Trey Pizzy mm-hmm. back in 2014. Um, 
I interviewed Euroleague from um, back in like 2015, mm-hmm. but like maybe like early 2015 though. But I, I didn't really like I wasn't really in uptown like yeah. that. When I moved uptown, I I haven't interviewed a Brooklyn artist in like a I won't say a year. But I haven't, like, really interviewed, like, to the frequency mm-hmm. in a long time. Like, yeah. I really haven't. Brooklyn's going to abandon me until I'm moving back soon. But Brooklyn's mm-hmm. going to abandon me for a minute because I've, I've really been focused on uptown and people out of town or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready to come back. I'm coming back soon. So, yeah, Brooklyn, we, you know, we, we out here. here man. We, I appreciate you even having me here from Yo, Brooklyn listen. and getting to put on for my borough and my neighborhood. Brownsville oh, don't got a lot of, you feel me, popular people, people doing mm-hmm. anything positive. So, the yeah. fact that you even giving me this opportunity, listen. I'm blessing. Nah, really? blessings to you, man. Nah, I, I, I'm trying to figure. I, I want to say, uh, shout out to at Dodger on deck, um, Brody. Yeah. So I, I think he, I would listen to one of his mixes and he, what playlist, whatever, um, and he threw you on a playlist, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think it was pieces that that was on there. Definitely pieces. I was like, oh, this is all like, oh, this is kind of high. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, let me jot his name down, whatever, come back to it. It was one day, like I, I dead ass. Matter of fact. For those who listen to the, the to the young Nate interview, if y'all go back, I listen. I told y'all that I was I sat down for six hours listening to music. D- Danny Boy just happened to be one of those artists. Bless so you. I'm like, all right, let me you know drop everybody's name and figure out where I'm gonna go, whatever from there. And I I I I, 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 I talked to you for a little bit. I, I actually no, I at you on Twitter. You got me back, whatever. Had a quick conversation. Boom, boom, boom. And you know, while I was here, but um, going to the album now. Mm-hmm. What would you? Album, EP, LP, EP, album, experience. Just don't call it a mixtape. Bad. Okay. 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 So, with 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 the album, mm-hmm. right, Brownsville. In. Let's start with the name. Okay. So, where were you? What did you want to explain to people? Being this is your debut project mm-hmm. with the title Brownsville. I'm going to give you the exclusive. I didn't even <laughs> tell nobody that this how I came up with the name, but the project was originally supposed to be called Vilmatic. Okay, okay. And I would have liked that too, by the way. Yeah, like <laughs> Vilmatic was going to be the first name, and I felt like it was going to be me, you feel me, like Nas, how he came in the mm-hmm, game back mm-hmm. when he dropped Illmatic. That mm-hmm. was going to be like my debut to the world was yeah. Vilmatic. Talk to East Chain and all that. We decided that, you feel me, we want to come up with our own concept, our own little identity That's that right. we want to give people. So I'm like, all right, what's the best name that I can convey what Brownsville made me into mm-hmm. without being corny? Like, what what can I call my, I'm not, you feel me, I'm more than a Brooklyn Knight, you feel me? Everybody in Brooklyn is a Brooklyn Knight, you mm-hmm. feel me? But mm-hmm. when you from Brownsville, it's like you got to, a whole different perspective on life I feel yeah. like compared to even people in Brooklyn mm-hmm, cause it's mm-hmm. like everybody in Brooklyn like if you in Brooklyn you know Brownsville is Brownsville you feel me people outside of Brooklyn might not know what that means but if you from Brooklyn you know what Brownsville means so it's I like I don't even travel to Brownsville side. and you feel me like <laughs> unless when, I'm in a car unless when I'm people in a car. see me they don't even think I'm from there cause it's like yo you some tall light skinned nigga you from the Ville I'm like yeah Chris bro like, I'm in there you feel me like we out there so like with Brownsville I'm just like what can I give, you feel me? I wanted to give my neighborhood more than anything something to be proud of. And mm-hmm, when you think about mm-hmm. Brownsville, it's like we the villains of, you feel me, not only yeah. Brooklyn, but of, you feel me, New York. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and it's, it's real misunderstood in that area because there's mm-hmm. so much potential out there. So many, you feel me, creative minds, mm-hmm. great people that live there, but we all get this negative connotation because, yeah. you feel me, not only are we packed on top of each other like sardines, mm-hmm. it's hard, you feel yeah. me, to live in... A neighborhood with nothing but low-income 
you feel me, mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. lower middle class people that's that's struggling to get by and then everybody out there just trying to survive into the next day. So of course there's gonna be some, you feel me, rough housing going mm-hmm. on and, mm-hmm. and all of that nature, you feel me? But I just wanted to give my neighborhood something that when they, you feel me, when you go on Apple Music or when you go on Title or you go mm-hmm. on Spotify, any, if you look up the name Brownsville and you see me on that cheesing, my nigga yeah. on the cover, it's like, yo, this is our nigga from Brooklyn that, you yeah, feel me, yeah. this the same nigga that I used to see walking to the store on, you feel me, on the late night, the same nigga I used to see scrapping behind Brooklyn Collegiate, you feel me, selling weed all a lot at a young age, and it's like, yo, now this nigga rapping, he trying to do something positive, and he mm-hmm. not trying to, you feel me, throw dirt on niggas, like, I'm not trying to shit on nobody in my That's hood, I'm trying to only promote, you feel me, everybody in Brooklyn, but really, Brownsville is going to be like a, a mecca mm-hmm. if it's up to me, you feel me, like, I'm trying to turn my hood up. That's what's up. That's honest. That, that's that's really dope because you know there is a negative connotation about Brownsville. I mean, everyone everyone knows it. I think even people who don't live in Brooklyn mm-hmm. know about Brownsville at least of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so no one don't know this neither. But like, I grew up until I moved to Canarsie. Mm-hmm. I grew up on Rockway Parkway. Like mm. I, I was literally down the street from Brookdale Hospital. Yeah, so you right there. Yeah, so I know I I know Brownsville. Like mm-hmm. my barber was in Brownsville until I t- until I moved and moved to North Carolina. So mm-hmm. I I know Brown. It's just it it's it's difficult because people when you have that kind of negative condition where people don't even want to try to find out what mm-hmm. what what talent is there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like. It's just to them, to everyone. I mean, even even to me, I, I do it as well. It seems so bad. It's like, nah, I don't even want to go there. Yeah, like you don't even really want to deal with nobody from the Ville just because what you hear is like, mm-hmm. you feel me? I don't want to expose myself to that type of energy of people mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. all that's going over there is, you feel me? Ratchet shit, people dying, getting robbed, yeah. and all of that crazy yeah. shit. Then you don't want to, you feel me? What can you expect to come from that other than that type of stuff? You feel mm-hmm. me? But I always feel like, like I said, like I wouldn't be who I am today if I ain't grow up in Brownsville. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that made me ready for a- any neighborhood I go to, I can survive in. anywhere. Anywhere, like I can I believe go that. anywhere, son. And it's just off the strength. Like I didn't see the most savages of killer niggas, like in the hood, that mm-hmm. got bodies that just you feel me do mad savage shit. They still help old ladies take their groceries up the stairs. You mm-hmm. feel me? They still give little kids dollars to get ice cream with. So it's all subjective to what you be exposed to. Like you feel me? To them, to you, they killers, they drug dealers, they robbers. Mm-hmm. To me, they like, you feel me? They trying to survive. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. still help. It ain't like they taking away from the neighborhood. Like, I could see if niggas was, you feel me, like, robbing people in they building. Mm-hmm. Robbing mm-hmm. people. Like, robbing people, you feel me, of course, is all bad. Any crime is bad, you feel me? I feel like nobody should have to resort to that. But I understand where they come exactly. from because I lived it. Yeah. So I know what it's like, you feel me, to go to bed mm-hmm. hungry and not even know when the next time you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. I know what that, that feel like. You feel yeah. me? That Most people don't know what that feel like. Mm-hmm. So it's not a good feeling. Yeah. You feel me? When you when you go into bed cold in the wintertime, no mm-hmm. blanket, no pillow on the floor, like most most people never could fathom what that feels like, yeah. you feel me? These are people that lived that for years and years and years. See, I, I it's funny because this last summer, I was trying to explain that to someone. Like, first of all, people tell me, people talk to me about crime and I don't, I don't blink. I don't know whether that's because I'm desensitized. Um, I always fuck this word. Desensitized. Yeah, whatever. Fuck that yeah, word. Like, y'all know, know what the fuck you mean. We catch it. But yeah, <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if it's because of that, but, you know, I just... It's just like, all right, well, I'm sure they had a real reason why they did that, you know? Like, I find, like, as, as 
you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm big on my own kind of statistics. Mm-hmm. But I, I really feel like if you were to post everyone who ever committed a crime, maybe only like one percent of them would be like, oh, just because I felt like it. Every everyone has a reason why they do that. If you get, if you have mad money, would you try and literally rob someone? No, for what? You got something, you know. And then, poverty breeds crime, not just poverty, because people, bro. not criminals. It's, Come on, it's no after school. Pro- they cut my after school program in school. I'm in the worst neighborhood in Brooklyn, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Most of these kids, their parents don't even be home when they get yeah. home from school. Mm-hmm. The only thing we had to do after school was the after school program. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. If you wasn't in the after school program, you're not going back to the projects to sit all day and be hungry, bro. You yeah. feel me? You're going to get outside and do what you got to do. That's why when people tell, like, with the whole selling drugs and all of that stuff, like, I'm just desensitized to it, too, because, mm-hmm. you feel me, my friends have done this. I didn't, you feel me, I had to do this, like, because I know what it's like mm-hmm. to be, like, no, like, a lot of people claim they know what a struggle is like. Yeah. You feel me? The yeah. real struggle of really being cold at night with no food and no idea how you can get food, bro, will make you think about doing mm-hmm. some shit that you wouldn't even think about doing on mm-hmm. a regular day if you got a $20 bill in your pocket. Like, you feel me? These are people that got to look at their moms be hungry. Like, yeah. this is people you got to look at your little sister be hungry. Like, mm-hmm. that'll make you, you feel me? Yo, you got that? Give me that. You feel yeah. me? That'll make you do that. So I can't judge nobody for trying to change their situation when it comes to, you feel me? There's no opportunity in the field. You don't get no mm-hmm. job fears in Brownsville. You mm-hmm. feel me? It's not like nobody come through and try to tell the kids over there, like, you can be this, that, and the third. Like, I've never heard a kid in Brownsville say, I want to be a doctor, bro. And that's, yeah. I'm trying to, that's my main goal. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, you don't got to be a rapper. You don't got to be a ball player. You can just do something. Mm-hmm. But it's possible. Like, yeah. you don't get a lot of, it's possible in Brownsville. You feel me? It's like, yo, this where we live at. This what it is. You either going to finesse it or you going to die out here. You feel me? That's what they tell you when you're growing up out there. And I'm just trying to change it so you feel me? Like, it's possible. Like, niggas see me. Like, I was on the corners. You mm-hmm. feel me? I was doing all types of nonsense mm-hmm. and now i'm on a radio show getting interviewed right. and, and to the people in my neighborhood something as small as this like not even like doing no big concerts mm-hmm. or that something like this just me being on the radio show talking to you right now is a win for my whole neighborhood mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's really what it is being able to i mean definitely definitely to be able to talk to be able to talk about your neighborhood mm-hmm. because people don't understand like i just had shot the kadeem king um last week Damn, when y'all hear this, this would be, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, but I interviewed Kadeem King, episode 10, I believe. And um, Kadeem is from East Harlem, and he was talking to me about his neighborhood, too. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. And I'm like, you know what? Like, people need to hear this because otherwise they would, like, you know, they could just take what they hear on the news and be like, oh, nah, like, that's just that neighborhood just not for you. That's like, what they don't I'm know. Saying, like, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. when that little. Uh, Rest in peace to the little boy that got shot in Brownsville. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like people think that that's just some everyday. Oh, that just happens in Brownsville. Nah, like you feel me? Why would nobody want to see a kid? You yeah. feel me? Get their life taken over yeah. some some nonsense that's going on in the neighborhood between niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Like we don't promote violence in my neighborhood. Like we not you feel me? A violent neighborhood that just promote fuckery. We just mm-hmm. gotta live in it. And you feel me? We not complaining about it. Yeah. Cause you feel me, it's been going on for so long. Like you can go back as far as like the eighties and when they had, you feel me, East New York, Brownsville, you had corrupt cops out there, you had all types mm-hmm. of nonsense going on, and it just trickled down generation to generation and it's slowly yeah. but surely changing. Cause now you feel me, like I said, you get more kids like me in Brownsville that's like, mm-hmm. yo, 
I don't got to sell drugs my whole life. You feel me? There's more things out there that can get me out of my situation other than mm-hmm. doing this. So mm-hmm. you feel me? That's really, I like the way it's going. That's dope, man. I, I that see, at, at first nine minutes ago, I was like, I was like, I was like, we're gonna run into this. We're gonna start talking about the album, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be halfway. And I'm gonna swing. I'm about to swing the whole interview whole direction. <laughs> and now I'm like, nah. Now I want to like, I want to really like sit in that moment for a little bit, whatever, mm-hmm. before we even go any further. Um, I'm gonna ask you like two more questions. Let me go to break. Okay. I, want, I want y'all. I want the listeners to really like hold on to that for a second. Facts. So, um, you were you were in high school, um. Down south, you finished. You finished high school down there. I started high school in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Ninth and tenth grade mm-hmm. was in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then I did the last half of tenth grade to twelfth grade in ATL. Okay, so um, at that time period, you met, you, you went to all these different schools. You met all these different um, artists and mm-hmm. um, I guess family of artists yeah, as well, and build everybody. a lot of connections out there and stuff like that. You know, uh, how much do you think that helped you put this project together? Oh, I, I left New York to go to Atlanta <laughs> to finish my... Like, I had to record my project in Atlanta because wow. it was too much going on in New York. Like, uh-huh. you feel me? Me and my bros, we was in the hood in Flatbush, mm-hmm. and I had, like, 50 tracks. No lie. Mm-hmm. We had, like, 50 tracks we didn't work on. Like, because we, we hungry. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, everybody mm-hmm. in there, we hungry. We trying to better our situation. And it was just like, we, all right, we got these 50 tracks, but... It was no organization to it. It was no, you feel me, playing with it. I was just recording because I wanted to get out the hood. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, my homies, you feel me, my label that we built it, we started East Chain mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Michael Aristotle, Willie Hendrix, mm-hmm. Dre, Have the Care Have, HQ Jones, you feel me? They in ATL. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I I met them when I lived out there. Mm-hmm. But the day after I graduated, I came back to Brooklyn. You feel me? Like me literally, <laughs> the day after I got my diploma, I was back in Brooklyn. I drove you back the, that, the day after, yo, I swear, yo. Literally, <laughs> I was in Brooklyn the day after I graduated. You feel me? So it was like, I'm like, all right. So, I, of course, they got, you know, Mikey is doing his thing. I don't know if you feel me. Michael yeah, Aristotle. Nah, nah, check know. out Michael yeah. Aristotle if you haven't. Future, real nigga. Brody. Um... They was doing their thing, and I'm in New York, like, borderline about to go back to my old lifestyle Mm -hmm, mm because it's hard out here, you feel me? And then we recording, like, 50 tracks a day, and it's like, yo, what we about to do with these 50 tracks? Like, Mm -hmm. I need to, I want to put together, like, I had this idea to put together Brown's Villain since I was, like, 16 years old, you feel me? So it was like, I just got to give Brooklyn something that they not only going to be proud of, not only that they can respect, but it's different from mm-hmm. everything that they hear every day. Like, I don't sound like nobody in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You, feel you don't, me? you don't, you don't. So when when it came to the project, I'm like, yo, how can I give my best effort, my best, you feel me, get the best product out of myself? Mm-hmm. And I had to go to ATL, you feel me, and mm-hmm. get in the lab with Willie and, and Mikey, and mm-hmm. you feel me, and I told them what I wanted to do. They know my situation, you feel me, like the life I've been through and all that. And they're just like, bro, Either can you feel me do it this way, the typical nigga way, mm-hmm. and just talk about it, or you can really sit and put you feel me your heart into it and make something that not only is going to last you feel me in people's ears, but they gonna go back to it and be like, yo, this way it started out. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I went to Atlanta. You feel me? I was gonna have like thirty tracks on the EP. You feel me? Like, cause I just, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, yeah like I'm glad you I was gonna have like thirty <laughs> tracks on the EP and just give niggas like you feel me a whole catalog of music and I just wanted everybody to listen to nobody but me. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, we got down there and I'm like, yo, I can tell my whole story basically 
about Brownsville, the beginning that what made me who I am, mm-hmm. like the introduction to me as an artist and seven songs. Yeah. And they all going bump. Like yeah, that was perfect. the main focus. It's like, yo, every single song is going bump. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like you're not going to want to skip no songs on the project. Yeah. That was the only and mission. And I don't. And I don't. That, when you, when you, you start getting checked some title, just know that it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. You feel me? But... Them tracks, like, I wanted seven tracks. Not even seven. I wanted six. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I was going to give people six. Mm -hmm. I wanted six tracks slash seven Mm -hmm. that was going to make you feel like you was from Brooklyn by the time, like, you was from Brownsville by the Mm -hmm. time you ended up hearing it. You feel me? Mm -hmm. First track we recorded was VMV. The intro to the project was the first song we recorded for the project. You feel me? And that set the whole tone for the project. Mm-hmm. Cause after we made VMV, it's like, oh shit, like I can I can do that. Like I didn't even know I can rap like that. You feel wow. me? Okay. So it was like, all right, we got that. Damn, nigga, like we gotta turn up now. Like you yeah. feel me? Like this might you go somewhere. Like mm-hmm. this could do something. Then VMV came. Next was collect. Mm-hmm. Cause I got so you're gonna all right. So I have favorites. Okay, and you just named two of them right there. So all right, go ahead. Okay, all right. So yeah, VMV was the first track. That's the introduction. To Actually, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, we going to a quick break. When we come back, back. we're gonna we talk more. <laughs> Brownsville and it's the Encore Radio Show. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. Hi, my name PNB Chiz, and you are now tuned into the Encore Radio Show. I'm not from Philly. I might not say this with a Philly accent, but Pastorius and Baton. Pastorius and Baton. All right, that's the, so that's what the PNB stands for. Yeah. All right, so that's where your that's where your your grandmother's from, right? That's our block. That's our block. So talk to me about that block for a second. You know, let me know what is, what is it like that that particular area of Philly. All right, folks, and we back. It's the Encore Radio Show. Um, check us out Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Encore Radio Show, or at Encore Radio Show. Um, our website, EncoreRadioShow.com. We're also on the Indie Creative Network. Yo, shout out to shout out to Straight Out the Den. Shout out to Straight Out the Den and my nigga Jay Good. Yes, one yes. Yo, that's one of my podcast partners. Um, make sure you guys check out Straight Out the Den on Indie Creative Network every Fridays in the morning. I drop it in the morning. So, anyway. Um, you know Jay Good. Right? How did you meet him? I met Jay Good through Mikey and Willie. Mm-hmm. And we did a show mm-hmm. in ATL one day. This is before he even knew who I was. And, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. after the performance, like me and him was cool after because I gave him a show. You That's what's up. That's up. I heard him say that when I I got peeped some of y'all interview, whatever, mm-hmm. on Facebook. I heard him say that. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's that's the homie. He be supporting too. Shout out to Jay Good, straight out to Dan, Jimmy Hennessy, all of them, man. They nice, show love. Nice, 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 nice. All right, so um, two years, two years down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you think? Matter of fact, so you're 21 now. So mm-hmm. how old? How old were you during the Lil Wayne era? Which one? Because you know he had a. All long... right, all right. So, so, so pre. Pre hot boy shit, like I'm talking. Matter of fact, nah. Let me let, let's let's do the Carter. So one, two, three. How old were you around that time? Carter, that came out like what? Old, what? Oh four. Oh four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was... I, yeah, Carter. Yep. Yeah. Oh four. Oh four. What? Twenty one now. It's twenty sixteen. See how I see how I, I see how I do the math on you, right? I'm like, yeah. Y'all don't I'm right trying now. to think. All right, 2016, <laughs> that's 2004. Like 12 years ago. That's, that's 12 years yeah. ago. So I was about, yeah, like, what, 10? 
Okay. Non. So, I, you're one of the first artists. Um, maybe a second. Yeah, one of the artists that I that I've actually had a chance to talk to that literally grew up in the era where I was like, where I personally was like, yo, fuck rap. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't deal with this right now. Like, I need to take a break from all this shit, mm-hmm. right? You grew up in that era. You had opportunity, but you also were in New York at the same time. So you, you had roots to mm-hmm. see what I deem as real rap, exactly. right? So how much do you think being down south, living down south for the two years that you did, how much do you think it influenced your sound? Being able to balance the two at that point. Sound wise, without like I said, like like I am who I am based on the experiences I've been through. So mm-hmm. if I never lived in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you feel me, I wouldn't be who I am today. And yeah, I, I yeah, thank yeah. God for me living and spending those years down there that mm-hmm. I did. Cause it taught me so much more. Like, when you go to Atlanta, it's a whole different dynamic. Like, when you go anywhere, like, I done spent time in Chicago. I done been in mm-hmm. L.A. and all that. And just mm-hmm. those different places, like, in Atlanta is where you get the bump mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I learned how to finesse in Atlanta because them yeah. niggas is about getting their bread. You mm-hmm. feel me? Of course, That's New York true. niggas That's get true. bread. That's true. But Atlanta, you feel me? I can honestly say Atlanta niggas, they wake up, go to sleep, breathe, get money. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is out there. So I, I learned that out there, and that that swung around into the music, cause it's like before, like you said, with the whole hip hop thing. I grew up listening to like KRS One, mm-hmm. Wu Tang, Slick mm-hmm. Rick, all niggas that New York people would deem as real hip hop yeah. rappers. Yeah. And it actually took me actually being down there and seeing how everything worked down there, and see how they live life, for me to like I said, broaden my horizons mm-hmm. on music, mm-hmm. cause it's like all right. You're not going to get too much of a lyrical, per se, gritty, grimy nigga in Atlanta because mm-hmm. that's not the lifestyle they live. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it's not, they don't even talk a lot. So you're yeah. not going to get, you feel me, a, a broad vernacular from, you feel me, an yeah. Atlanta artist. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some shit that you can dance to, yeah. that you can bob your head to, mm-hmm. and that you can get money to. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. I'm not trying to trap the Kendrick Lamar. You feel <laughs> me? And that's just a personal feeling. Like, you mm-hmm. don't, you feel me? You, you get that future bump. You get that Gucci main bump, that Outkast bump. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? Even Outkast, mm-hmm. Andre Three Stacks is one of the most lyrical rappers I ever heard in my life. Big Boy, one of the most lyrical rappers I ever heard in my life. Killer Mike, one of the most lyrical rappers. Ludacris, one of the most lyrical rappers I ever heard in my life. You feel me? And Even T.I. to an extent. T.I. T.I. But then, this is what I'm saying. You get to the other side of the spectrum, whereas though New York niggas is going to talk, you feel me? You got a lot of 5% style of rappers mm-hmm. out here that we talk mm-hmm. more conscious, more brain-type, life-type mm-hmm. things and how we perceive life. And Atlanta, they teaching you about the experience, about what they do with their everyday dealings. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The typical Atlanta nigga is not allowed to do out of there. I mean, out there. So, it's you feel me? The, the set number of things that they do do, they perfect them. They know them front and back, my nigga, and they can mm-hmm. tell you how to do it, how not to do it, and all that. And that's what you yeah. get in their music. Mm-hmm. So when it came to that part, I'm like, all right, I'm in Atlanta. I can learn how to say what I want to say on a track that can make niggas dance. Mm-hmm. That's where you get your VMVs and your, you mm-hmm. feel me, collect from where I, the beat going bump, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. You going to bump your head to it. But then when you actually listen to what I'm saying, you're going to see I'm talking about something. That's mm-hmm. the New York mm-hmm. part that comes into it. So Atlanta, that's where I got my bump from. You feel me? That's what's up. Nah, I, I, like, I like that breakdown because 
I was talking to now, you know, I'm gonna start plugging all my podcast partners now. Yeah. So shout out to Elite, shout out to Elite Music, Elite Music Radio episode. They're on episode two right now when y'all hear this, but they drop every Monday. They drop the same day, matter of fact, as the Uncle Radio Show podcast. So y'all, when once you're done with this, go to Elite, go to Elite Music Radio. Bet. So he out, he's out in Pittsburgh, okay. and you know, I started thinking to myself, I was like, yo, like. I felt like being that I lived in North Carolina, I lived in Charlotte. Like I know that if I wasn't at work or if I wasn't at school, I was probably chilling in the hood. You right? So I'm not just like in my crib, like here in New York or whatever. Like if I'm not at a show, I'm in my crib. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I have things that I could be doing here in my mm-hmm. house. I have things that I could be doing outside. But, you know, I find a, that particular balance. Mm-hmm. When I was down south, like as soon as I came home, whatever, I'm hitting people up. You're like, yo, what's good? I'm coming to your crib. We're going to chill, blah, blah. We're going to hang out till like 12, yeah. 1. I'm going to go back home, sleep. And I don't do that. I don't do that here per se in New mm-hmm. York because there's so much more to do. So it's like you feel me? You don't be as excited to do stuff in New York as in Atlanta where everybody yeah. involved in everything down exactly. south. Exactly. So I, I so I think that's where the that southern hospitality mm-hmm. aspect of, of the lifestyle down south works in terms of music because mm-hmm. it's like yo basically basically to an extent Kuna Matata. Like fuck it. You know, we like we all gonna make this shit work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we may not necessarily like each other per se, but we got a common we have a common goal that's achieved that we got we got we want to put our city on more than anything Mm -hmm. like you feel me if our city look good we look good that's how and you see the formula working because basically anybody that comes out of atlanta right now basically is on you feel me like you don't even gotta be the waviest nigga but you know thug you know rich Mm -hmm. homie you know um yaki you know you feel me any qc you know migos so even before you got a name, you got a name because you in Atlanta. It's like it's like, for example, like Trey Pizzi and Davies. If Trey Pizzi and Davies was buzzing in Atlanta the way that they buzz in New York, they would like they would be buzzing everywhere. They be all but over. But because the country, they're right? in New York, we like they're still like our artists until whatever happens. But it ain't happened yet. And the culture shifted. You feel me? Like people not really these day and age they not even really checking for new york artists mm-hmm. just because we had so long of a run and tech like we made up rapping you feel yeah, me so yeah. it's like you when you go from sugar hill gang all the way up to let's who was the last real superstar from new york 50 cent okay 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 uh, that's my you feel okay me? My no I, I have to agree i have to agree because after 50 cent when you see what 50 cent did to rap music the culture of just being, you feel me, a rapper. The last rap superstar from New York. You're right. It's kind of yeah. hard to, you feel me, like, when you go from 50 Cent, like, after 50 Cent and all of them, that's when everybody else started coming up. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me, Kanye West was blowing up out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you know, T.I. had his run when ATL came out mm-hmm. in, like, 06, when he was, that's what really put Atlanta on. Yeah. Was the T.I. run when ATL, the movie, came out. You see, the, 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 the fucked up part about that was that I was living, like, I lived mm-hmm. that era. So I lived in North Carolina from 2002 to 2006. Mm-hmm. So I literally lived in, like, Atlanta felt like it was already on for mm-hmm. me because I was there. Because, <laughs> th- you feel me? Like, this is before I got there. Yeah. So me going down there, my whole vision of Atlanta would be ATL the movie. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Okay, bet. Which is, damn. <laughs> and it's nothing like that. Like, I, I'm here to, like, Atlanta is nothing like that movie at all. You feel okay, me? okay, okay, bet. Nah, I so just, that's really how I go. I never flipped out like that. Okay, mm-hmm. bet, bet, bet. All right, so let's do this real quick. Um, Who are some signed and unsigned artists that you actually listen to on a consistent basis? You you know what's crazy? Like, I 
this day and age, I don't even be knowing who signed and who not signed no mm-hmm. more. Cause it's like you got so many independents that's outshining niggas with deals, and then mm-hmm. you got niggas with deals that don't do nothing. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it's like as far as I just listen to artists. Like, all right, I can tell who got major backing behind them. Like, mm-hmm. of course you gonna listen. Like Kendrick Lamar is after Jay Z for me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. I listen to Bankroll Fresh, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. my nigga. You feel me? That I listen to Bankroll Fresh. I listen to Trouble. I listen mm-hmm. to Future. I listen to fucking Nipsey. Yeah. I listen to a lot of um. Who else do I listen to? I listen to I listen to Kodak Black is my mm-hmm. nigga. You feel me? Haven't got there yet. I Kodak, tried. I tried. I haven't got there yet. And that came. <laughs> and that come from me being down south yeah. and understanding that Florida shit and where he come from. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to what he talking about, like I feel like Kodak Black is going to be our generation's little boozy. You feel Real? me? Okay. 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 I like that. That's I just like how that. I feel. Mm-hmm. I listen to Kodak Black. I listen to, of course, the whole TDE camp mm-hmm. going along with Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar. You feel me? I listen to um, New York artists. Of course, my bro Jimmy Tents. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I've been listening to Rec Cartier. I've been listening to Trey Pizzy. I mm-hmm. listen to Davies. Like anybody from New York, I'm yeah. going to bump off top just because you feel me. Mm-hmm. Except okay. for that nigga Troy I. You feel <laughs> me? That's the only nigga I don't bump. But other My than that. My cousin just snapped him some, snapped me some shit from Troy Ave, and I was like, I nah, don't play bro. Troy Ave. Nah, bro. R.I.P. <laughs> Capital Steez, nigga. Fox. Other than that, you feel me? I don't really bump. I bump a lot of music, I can say. Mm-hmm. Now, with me per se, when it comes to my musical taste, like because I am who I am as an artist and as a person, you feel me? If your story not too believable to me, I can't bump you. You yeah, feel what yeah, I'm saying? I'm the same so I do a lot of like not even just I'm into the artists that I like. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I'ma look at your your background history. I'ma look at your interview, see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'ma look at everything that's going on and if what you saying, like your image and all of that don't match your music, then I'ma slowly but Surely, yeah. you feel me, fade away. So I'm real big on authenticity when yeah. it comes to artists. So if any it needs artists, to be organic, that's why. Yeah. That's why I have a. Sometimes, like someone, like someone, we talked about um, this shit called industry plans. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. Sometimes I can't really get with it. You know, like I don't know too many artists that have a feel good that their come up is a feel good story. I don't mm-hmm. know too many artists like that. So when I hear an artist that has this story, that's like there isn't there isn't like a heartbroken moment where it's like oh shit like you know that would hurt the average person I'm like uh, I don't know like you know you ain't you ain't get hurt enough you yeah ain't get like hurt you enough. feel me son I feel like you know a lot of niggas got it to, like in today's age in today's generation you feel me with the internet and all that that really takes away a lot of the steps and the struggle that most artists that <laughs> artists that's used to you feel me that want longevity it take all of that away so you got a lot of you feel me one hit wonders you got mm-hmm. a lot of overnight successes that just last you feel me they 15 minutes of fame and then they gone and then you got artists that really put into their craft, that really work on their projects. And mm-hmm. you feel me? It might not be the hottest, newest trend for the week, but their project is going to be heard all year yeah. as opposed to that one week that they get the buzz and then you don't even look at them for no more music for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I don't, I've never wanted to be that nigga that you just... Oh, he's popular. Oh, yeah. we we like Danny for now. I want to mm-hmm. be that nigga. Like, yo, I've been hearing Danny for mad long, and every time I hear it, it's it's nice. You I'm know? glad you didn't drop this in 2015. I, I I swear to you, I'm so glad this didn't drop in 2015. Mm-hmm. Too much music. I I can finally say this now that I'm in April. Too much music dropped in 2015. Mm-hmm. I could not. Yo, 
Like, I literally could not go a week with listening to a full project because some other new shit that I needed to listen to came out after that. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I'm so, yo, I'm, now you talking about that. It's really a blessing that I waited because I was very impatient with the project. You feel me? Like, they, my mans and everybody, anybody that tell you that knows me, when it came to that um, with Brownsville and like I was struggling, you feel mm-hmm. me? So I'm in the hood. I'm I'm borderline damn near depressed because it's like mm-hmm. I know how to do stuff, but my rapping is what I always wanted to do in my life. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I expected rapping to get me out the hood. I know rapping is going to get me where I need to go in life, even mm-hmm. if I branch off to other things. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, yo, I know I rap better than a lot of niggas. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I know deep down in my heart I rap better than most of the niggas that people listen to. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yo, why am I not in the position that some of these niggas is in? Yeah. And then it take you just sitting back and reflecting. Like, you feel me? A lot of people don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Or they don't know what, you feel me, what it really is. when you Just because you see it one way. You feel me? It's not always gonna be like that, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a big fan of like you know tables turning. You feel me? You in charge of changing your situation. So Willie and Mikey, I can get them all the credit for me being patient with the mm-hmm. project. You feel me? Because I wanted to drop the shit as soon as I recorded the song. I wanted to put it out. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Like yo, we better than all these niggas. Let's get it. You feel mm-hmm. me? And like you said, it was a lot of music that was dropping around the time I was recording my tracks. And that kind of discouraged me, you feel me? Because I'm looking at it like, yo, all these niggas is getting on. I'm sitting here hungry. I still Mm got to do this, that, and the third to Mm -hmm. eat. But I'm rapping better than these niggas. So it's like, you feel me? But I'm glad I put in that extra work in my project. Because now every time I hear my shit, I'm proud of every song on there. You feel me? That's what's up. You know, it... I'm an impatient. I'm an impatient person as well. Mm-hmm. I've been working on a project now since last July, mm-hmm. and I am. Well, actually, today is April. When we record this, is April fifth. Um, April seventh is supposed to be like the digital launch, mm-hmm. and I have been letting my whole my team like manage that shit. But on the inside, like yo, like my heart is burst out of my chest. Like I want y'all to see this. That's like I want y'all to have this and understand. Like see it for what I see it as. I that's mean, all it. That's all you want from the man. projects, man. I trust me. I totally understand. Oh man. All right. So let's start with pieces. So that's the lead single. Oh yeah. All right. So talk to me. Talk me through hearing like the process of making that song, hearing the beat. You know. Like talk. Tell me. Tell me everything. All right. So. Man, pieces. I'm in Atlanta. I'm in the studio with um with Willie and Mikey. Mm-hmm. And recently, Mikey, I mean Willie, had made a beat that sounded like some early 2000s New York fab mixed mm-hmm. with like you know those that um like a brief stretch yeah, shape yeah, yeah. that like one of those type okay, beats. Okay. And I'm just like. Oh, if like like if I put my new flow on some old school like sound and shit, and mm-hmm. we just modernized it, my nigga, that would be the sound that I can have. You Facts, me? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I want to make a song, not that that's gonna throw niggas off. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like when you hear pieces, of course, niggas in New York or anybody that's living that lifestyle is gonna think that's what the song is about. Yeah. But if you don't live that lifestyle, then you like, yo, what is he talking about? Uh-huh. Pieces hitting. Like, what does that mean? And I just wanted to take, coin a term, like, you feel me, when Future Dead fuck up some commas. You feel mm-hmm. me? Or when you move. You feel me? Like, something that we can have, like, and you can take it 
and take the negative connotation out of it. Okay. And you can use it in your everyday life. Like, right. you feel okay. me? You got a nine to five, your pieces can be hitting, my nigga. You feel me? You work at McDonald's, you work at Trader Joe's, or if you doing actual, if your piece is actually hitting, <laughs> then you know that feeling of shit lit every time the pieces hit. That mm-hmm. means, you feel me? You know how excited it is when it hit, you mm-hmm. feel me? So, other than that, like, I really was just like, yo, I'm going to give some... I'm gonna be real with myself and with the people. Like, I, it wasn't no like I'm gonna make a club song or I'm gonna make a, a popping song that just got a wavy beat. It's like, yo, I made up the chorus for pieces when I was in Miami last year around October with my bros. We actually took a trip where. They thought I was playing, thought I was playing Till I came to spring. I came to spring. I'm all in your hood, I'm all in your black with some shots and hitches. My Twitter finger be my trigger finger. Never took a charge, just a misdemeanor. Take the pint of cocoa, mix it with the leader. I don't follow niggas, always been the leader. Flow sicker than a broke nigga. When the gold digger hit the dab on him. Gang stressing no hope. But shit was hitting. You feel what I'm saying? And so that led to me making the chorus while we was in the hotel room in Miami. I, I just started seeing it, and yeah. then they like, yo, you should put that on the track, bro. So I <laughs> nah. came up, came uh-huh. with the track, and I was just, like I said, like I'm, I was an angry kid before I really recorded my first project. Mm-hmm. I just, you feel me, rapping is my passion, my heart. You feel me? That's what I feel like my destiny was. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm in the booth, I'm in there trying to give y'all, you feel me? It's like I'm going to war in there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to fix my situation every time I record a verse. Like, yeah. I feel like this is the last verse I'm going to record. Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. listen to the verse, the verse has nothing to do with pieces here. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, the verse got something to do with you getting to know Danny more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's just how it came about. And then I threw Mikey on there, Mikey body the verse. And it was just, it was just a beautiful experience. And we was just like, yo, we got to give people this first. Like out of all the songs, it was like, which song can we give people first? Like, yo, Danny's rapping again. Yeah. Pieces. You see, the, the crazy thing, right, is that um, VMV is probably my favorite song. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I wouldn't have liked VMV as a lead single. Mm-hmm. I think pieces is the perfect lead single. Perfect because it's like you feel me, VMV. You not going really understand or comprehend VMV until you know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like at least a little bit of background information yeah. about me, mm-hmm. and you know what the project is about. Yeah. Like you feel me, if you just bump VMV with no concept behind the, the song. It's a bumping song, but you're not going to understand, like, what's the veil? Like, what yeah, is, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, yeah, what is he yeah. talking about there? But the song bumps. Now, pieces, everybody can get money. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. the whole point we hear is to get money. You feel me? Like, right. that's that's the whole point. So it's like, everybody get money. Why not? How your pieces hit. That's right. just how it go. But, all right. So we got that. Mm-hmm. Then um, Collect. Right? Collect. Incredibly unique song. So... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna plug in the um the song so people can hear it before okay. I, well I guess before after fuck it whatever y'all gonna hear it eventually mm-hmm. right but the beat is so unique so when you heard that what did you know what to do with that yo like from like I said I've been ready to record this project since I was 16 years right. old so <laughs> nobody understands 
the thought that went like five years into recording one project that mm-hmm. you feel me just that you already knew that you wanted to do mm-hmm. i got a lot of friends that been in and out of jail you mm-hmm. feel me like mm-hmm. one of the the main things in my life that altered how i move and how i act was my dad getting locked up mm-hmm. my dad got locked up the day after i graduated from is 55 in brownsville you feel me the next day literally after my graduation we flew to chicago and this nigga was locked up literally that day mm-hmm. you feel me that really like before he got locked up i was a straight arrow kid i played basketball i got good grades i, I wasn't doing anything i didn't even know what we was before my dad went to jail you feel me my dad got locked up and, and then before my dad got locked up let's do let's backtrack my dad was top five get money nigga. Mm-hmm. he was an accountant Mm-hmm. And he was finessing, you yeah. feel me? So yeah. if you know what accountants do and you know that finesse, mm-hmm. then you know what my dad was doing, you mm-hmm. feel me? And he was doing it smarter than a lot of people had ever yeah. done it. Yeah. So I was damn near rich before, mm-hmm. you feel me, all of that happened. So mm-hmm. I'm used to riding around foreign Vs. I got like $800 in fifth grade I'm going to school with. Mm-hmm. I got the most expensive shoes in the whole school. My principals yeah. is like, yo, how you get, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. everybody's looking at me like, yo, this kid is rich. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? So. Mm-hmm. I got used to that lifestyle, so what do I need to be mixing and mingling with hood niggas for? Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I got eight hundred dollars in my pocket, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you feel me? Y'all niggas is hungry right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was like one of those. Like I was a superficial kid. I was a real richy rich ass nigga. Like yeah. I wasn't trying to mix and mingle. I didn't understand the struggle at all. You mm-hmm. feel me? My dad got locked up. Then it's time to live with moms now. Mm-hmm. My mom is nothing like my father. You yeah. feel me? Like my mom is a real humble lady that you feel me she she didn't really come from nothing you feel Mm -hmm. me she really appreciates every little thing that that money shit it don't really mean nothing to her Mm -hmm. like it's about your character with mama you feel me so that transition from going to being a rich kid to going living with a parent that don't even buy jordans my nigga Mm -hmm. like my mom has never bought me a pair of jordans in my life you feel me so that transition you got to think what about a transition it. it's Jesus like Christ. you feel me i'm going from riding and like you feel me i had three cars before my dad got mm. like i had three cars i couldn't even drive and i had three cars you feel me till my mom don't even got it with mm. you feel me like we on the train you got to get rods to go places you mm. got to walk you feel me that's one factor then my dad is like my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm a Leo if nobody knew. I'm oh, a Leo. Oh shit, that's why we click. All right, bet, 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 bet. I'm a Leo, you feel me? My dad is a Leo. So mm-hmm. I'm the spitting image of my pop. Yeah. You feel me? That's my best friend. They took my best friend away from me, bro. It was quiet for everything. Mm-hmm. Niggas stopped playing basketball, mm-hmm. stopped caring about school. Mm-hmm. I had to get out. Like, I was broke now. So mm-hmm. it was like, you feel me? We ain't got no more money. Like, yeah. damn, nigga, I ain't eating tonight. What you mean? Like, you feel me? We ain't got no bread to go do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what I'm going to do. I'm in New York City. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm a light-skinned nigga. You mm-hmm. feel me? Y'all ain't going to just punk me around. Mm-hmm. In the, you feel me? So it's like, yo. Nigga had to do what he had to do. Things. You feel me? I had to jump off the porch. I had to whatever you want to call it. You feel me? I ain't proud of none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that. You feel me? You have glorifying to do, it. Period. But it definitely made me who I am today. And if, if none of that would have happened to me, there would be no Danny Boy. There would be no Brownsville. There would be none of that. You feel me? So around that time when my dad got locked up, that's what really inspired Collect. And then growing up, like even after that, after I made the transition to 
Now I'm a street kid now. There's no more rich kid now. I'm a hoodlum now, you feel me? So now all my friends getting locked up too. So these is like, you feel me, niggas that I starve with, niggas that we get money together. Fucking chill together. And then mind you, I'm 14, 15 years old. So we still got that little boy mentality. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got a little boy mentality, you feel me? Call a nickelet. Sick of calling nickelet. Sick of calling nickelet. Sick of calling nickelet. Free my niggas. Sick of calling nickelet. And this hot boy shit. And then my friends is getting locked up. Mm-hmm. So over the course between 16 and probably 19. Most of my friends is either in and out of jail. Some of them niggas still in jail. One of my friends, free Ste- my, my nigga Steezy, congratulations. He just came home like three days ago. Wow. He been in jail for like four years. Bro. Jesus. Christ. 2012, my four nigga. Four years. 18 man. years old, he went in jail. You feel me? Damn. Just got out. Nigga's 21. First thing he see when he get out is me. I drop my project. You feel me? Collect was for all my friends that... Like it, like they took my friends away from me, mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. So when I heard, when I made collect, it was like, yo, my nigga, like I'm tired of all my friends being in jail. Yeah. You feel me? I'm tired of having to go visit niggas in jail. I'm tired of having to, you feel me? See my niggas, little brothers and sisters growing up without their big brother, their moms, mm-hmm. and all that missing their kids. And, and then it's like, you feel me? That could be me. Yeah. I actually, you feel me? I'm never going to jail again, mm-hmm. never again. Like y'all never have to worry about that. You feel me? <laughs> I did my little thing, and I'm like, hell no, there's not no, there's not nowhere for no human being to be. You feel me? So I'm like, yo, I gotta make something for my niggas that's in jail. Like, fuck mm-hmm. people outside. Like, you feel me? Y'all niggas get music every day. Every, yep. This is for my niggas that's sitting in Rikers, my niggas that's sitting upstate, my mm-hmm. niggas that's down south. Niggas then shipped this nigga to Virginia somewhere. Like, my nigga just had a baby, Free Tiger. Just had a baby, didn't even get to see his seed yet. Cause he was trying to feed his baby. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Free my niggas. Collect. Sick of calling them collect. Mm-hmm. Whole song. Now when Willie made the beat, if you listen to the beat, it kinda sound like police orange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. And then we added that New York flair to it. When you get the little beat drop and mixing niggas pop mm-hmm. on Twitter, you get the horn and then mm-hmm. the beat drop and it's just like, yo, I'm I'm giving y'all niggas like this is Danny angry. There's me getting my anger out. There's me explaining to y'all why I move, how I move, why you see me act, how I act on the internet, why I'm so reclusive, why I don't got a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Collect is that track. Like, damn, I'm from the Ville, nigga. Like, you feel me? That's it. That's a crazy ass story. But that's like, the background behind that made the song, just made the song like even better in my head. Because most people would hear it and you would look at me and you wouldn't think that I, like, I probably never even held a gun type mm-hmm. shit like because i'm a light skin you feel me chris brown ass <laughs> nigga people say like i look like a pretty boy so yeah, people yeah. don't even expect me to be able to comprehend no street nigga mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. and that was me telling people like nah my nigga like i didn't been out there like yeah. i didn't been a part of it you feel me mm-hmm. and now you understand when you meet me or when you talk to me like you are now mm-hmm. damn that's what really starting to make sense like yeah. when you go back and listen to it this nigga really got friends in jail that he really sad about you mm-hmm. feel me and mm-hmm. that's just all it is Three all my right. niggas all right so coming right before the interview on my way home from work Fuck my job. Um, I, I know, stress. Anyway, but I, I listen to Project one more time, and PMP stuck out to me. That's in the, uh, track six out of seven, mm-hmm. right? 
Talk to me about that a little bit, cause like it took me a minute for it to really like hit, but like I like to pro- I like the production. I'm a big production guy. Mm-hmm. I like the production behind that. So tell me a little bit about the production and yeah. um, when you heard it, so on and so forth. All right, so PMP, um, the chorus, Poppy Push Packs. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That that was about a time in my life when I was just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I'm a big Kid Cudi fan. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like you, I'm a big fan of production. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as an artist, it's hard to try to create that mm-hmm. and like not even mimic it, but just like you really gain a new respect for niggas that take the next level in their production, Kanye, Travis Scott. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's so hard to take hip hop and make it sound that musical without it being corny. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So I understand that. With PMP, it was me, Willie, and HQ. Mm-hmm. Shout out to bro HQ, also on East Chain, another producer. Mm-hmm. HQ and Willie are musical ass niggas. Yeah. You feel me? Like they listen to all the oldies, they listen to jazz, mm-hmm. they sing, they do all of this, they play instruments, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm like, bro. I want to make a song. PMP was actually supposed to end the project. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. listen to the breakdown of yeah. it, so I'm like, I want to end it with a bang, and I want it to sound like a like a big experience. Like I want them to wrap up the whole project when they hear PMP. Like, yo, mm-hmm. we can take in and receive everything you just said in these six, seven tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In PMP, so mm-hmm. it's like you feel me. You get the beat, smooth beat, then it just drop on you yeah first part yeah. of the beat is willie mm-hmm. second part with the drop is hq then yo you know i wish i wish i wish everyone was his i could like i could ask more about that because mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of producers that come on the show i think i probably only had like two or three out of the 100 people i've interviewed or whatever but i only mm-hmm. had like two or three producers and i i'm just trying to understand the concept of taking something that someone has already created and then adding to that and then making that be the song like you're not talking about a sample no more you're literally talking no. about something that was created by we someone cre- else and you're every, adding something to every sound on that song we made up in that room and my niggas are geniuses and that's all i that's Fact. all i can attest it to is them being geniuses because i could never even fathom coming up with a song that sounded like that yeah. you feel what i'm saying it takes it's a collaborative effort by me and my niggas. You feel me? I'm the the main meat in the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Data cheese, bread, mm-hmm. lettuce, tomatoes, mayonnaise, mustard, all of that. Yeah, Salt, yeah, vinegar, yeah. pepper. That's all them niggas. You feel me? Because I can rap. You yes. feel me? I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. Those niggas are musical geniuses when it comes to building and making a song. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, the art of making a song and the art of rapping are two different things. Facts. Now, Willie and HQ might not be able to drop you a fire 16. Mm-hmm. HQ can drop you a fire 16. <laughs> Willie not a rapper, you feel me? Yeah. HQ actually a rapper too. Mm-hmm. But when it come to production of music, like niggas like 40, mm-hmm. niggas like Travis Scott, mm-hmm. Boy Wonder, mm-hmm. niggas that, you feel me, mix and engineer. Like engineers are the most important part of music. Yeah. You feel me? They don't get it nowhere near enough credit. Not, not as, not so, as they should, for facts. With PMP, it was really like, I'm, I'm watching this. All I did was rap on the song. You feel me? I rapped on it, and I'm watching Willie take one part of the beat. He made the initial beat. Then I see Q come in a random, came out of nowhere, heard the first part of the beat. Bro, I'm about to make the second part of the beat and add some vocals to it. You feel me? And we're going to turn it up into another level. Do what you do, bro. For him to take 
the little like if you hear the beginning of PMP, it's only like four or five samples. You feel me? For him to take that, for him to add the strings, to add the doom, 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 doom. Which is like my favorite part. Bro, <laughs> for him to add that, then for him to put the oh, for him to mesh all of that, then still at the end of the song, drop the beat and give me a little bit of more time to say what I gotta say. He just turned my artistry up to another level, and that's why you feel me. It's not when you hear Danny Boy, it's not just me and me. You feel me? Yeah, they my words. Yeah, they my concepts. Yeah, you feel me? It's me, but I got a whole team of niggas that you feel me believe in me and want to see me do good. We turn them dubs in the dubs, them dubs in the quarters, from peas in the mail to hit and work with the soda. I'm dodging the D's, trying to add me to their quota. It's Brooklyn and nothing my borough made me a soldier we own it. Yeah, only the strong survive, only the strong survive, yeah. Only the strong survive, only the strong survive, yeah. Like they wanna see them do good and that's the key to success is having niggas around you that believe in you as much as you believe in yourself. And so that's why you get an HQ coming in there and he'll do something like that on my track as opposed to just doing it on his track. He want to yeah. see everybody's song sound good. You feel me? That's, That's how it works. You see, you know, I I tried to explain that, explain that to people before because a lot of times, particularly here in New York, you do see a lot of people just working on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, they bounce from producer to producer. And I'm like, if you do that, though, like, how are you going to be creating a sound, though? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, your producer, your engineer, like y'all, the three of y'all, literally need to have like a, a you know a, a, a personal relationship. Damn near need to be. Triplets, y'all need that bro. chemistry. You gotta be. You damn near gotta be triplets with your Yo. engineer and producer. And luckily, my producers are my engineer, yeah. so it's not like I even gotta go through another third party. Like mm-hmm. everything cohesively fits, and that's why all my music flows how it flows because we all in there together, yeah. making these tracks. It's not like you feel me. I tell them what sound I think my voice would sound better on as opposed to this. Like, when they making the beats, I'm in there with them. You mm-hmm. feel me? I don't, you just not going to send me a beat that I'm going to rap over. We going to build some shit. Yeah. And I appreciate them giving me the opportunity to do that. Like you said, like, in New York, you get a lot of artists that bounce from nigga to nigga because people out here, I can honestly say, and I'm going to keep it a stack, like, they don't, it's no sense of, Let's build mm-hmm. this and, and watch it grow. It's, That's where the Southern hospitality helps. If you not, like in New York, you feel me? If a nigga can't see a direct return on his investment right then and there, mm-hmm. he's not going to be, you feel me, motivated to even do it because there's so many people out here. Niggas get bullshitted by so many niggas Facts. that you be like, you be, you feel me, numb to, to trying to build something and then you just get caught up in that finesse where, oh, I can get bread from all these niggas. Mm-hmm. When you getting bread from every artist, like if you're a producer making beats and you just, you feel me, instead of you taking a nigga you believe in and building him up, if you just want to make that quick bread off of every New York nigga, you're going to get a thousand trash niggas rapping on your beat. 
beats, mm-hmm. two nice niggas that get two nice beats, you feel me? But you're going to be known for these a thousand trash niggas. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Fox, that is, that's a definite fact. That's all it is. And I, I, I believe that with my raps. If I had a different producer for every song, you're not going to get that same cohesiveness you got with Brownsville and where it goes from one track to the next and mm-hmm. you kind of get in the story with it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that's because Willie is every track on there Willie is is the beginning of like you mm-hmm. feel me he's the foundation of every beat on there and then Q came in and helped mm-hmm. with two three tracks um Tone King mm-hmm. Tone his foundry did Jerry Maguire mm-hmm. but he also works with Willie and Mikey and me mm-hmm. and Q so we all got a cohesive sound yeah. and we came up with a Danny Boy sound mm-hmm. uh, you feel me Mikey got his own sound the Care Hive got his own sound HQ got his own sound we had to create the Danny Boy sound because mm-hmm. it's different me being a New York nigga and them being from down south mm-hmm. it's hard you feel me it was hard to mesh that because they got the bumping trap beats yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got the lyrical mm-hmm. you feel me lyrics mm-hmm. so that coming together like that's the Danny Boy sound you feel me if you hear anybody spitting some real nigga shit over a down south trap beat then you gonna be like yo Danny was the first nigga I heard do that you feel yeah, me yeah, yeah. Fab and them played around with it on the remixes when they did the Millie freestyles that's what really inf- I'm like yo I can sound wavy on these bumping down south tracks and it's like mm-hmm. you feel me nobody made that their initial thing you yeah. feel me that's what you know that's what made me like Wale when I first heard him mm-hmm. because I was like yo like if you, if you like DC the perfect is the perfect location because close enough to close enough to New York to still hold on to the lyrical and mm-hmm. need the lyrics to be successful mm-hmm. but you can play with them down south beats a lot they, yo DC niggas love dancing you feel me yes, go go yes, like, go, yep, and yep. that's the type of music that lasts mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. especially right now like you know people like I, I was talking I was talking to Robin J I'm doing this I'm doing these interviews back to back so mm-hmm. y'all, y'all in here Robin J um, one week in here Danny Boy a week after that but we did, I did these day, back to back so um, when you when you think about it for a second, when you have like these go-go tracks, or whatever, like how is it that someone like J. Cole, for example, mm-hmm. how would J. Cole make it on the radio if he has to compete with a hundred dance niggas? Like he's not gonna make it on the radio. And that was what happened. Yeah, exactly. And he had like he had to go the real long route. But Andre Paul and J. Cole is really good. I mean, Kendrick, you don't hear Kendrick on the radio and he looks like you, that. And, and you feel me? That that is a crying motherfucking shame. And yes, I you is. feel me? As soon as I get the platform to speak on shit like this, yeah. you definitely gonna hear about, you feel me? Yeah. The way like New people, York. I mean, people talking about it is just Yeah, like you gotta like I you feel everybody knows in New York, you feel me? Like half of the niggas that is in power in New York, not from New York. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Never grew up in New York. Fresh just got here. They went to college, graduated, yeah. and came to New York. And now they, you feel me, they in a place where they at. You feel mm-hmm. me? They don't even understand how New York artists got to grind to get from point A to point B. Like, you feel me? From the time that we decide that we want to rap to get into the radio, mm-hmm. the process that you got to go through in New York City to get from, all right, I'm a rapper. <laughs> To okay, my song is on the radio. Is so tedious. Almost like two, three years for that process, bro. And, and you can be the hottest nigga in the city and still not be on the radio yeah. in New York. And you feel me? And that's definitely just, not prime time. Never. Like yeah. it's 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 never going. Like you feel me? I don't see it happening until we actually niggas that speaking on it speak on it. You feel like, me? I don't think. I, I honestly don't think. I've, I've like I know I know Davies, Trey Pizzi, and I'm like I know artists. 
that have been played on the radio, mm-hmm. but they getting played. I mean, right now it's nine fifty two. They getting played at nine fifty two at night when nobody ain't listening. Who's listening to the radio at ten o'clock? At night? I don't even own a fucking radio. That's the side. This is what know. I'm saying. Like, and then on top of that, like you feel me? You go to the radio. Really, you hear the hottest tracks, you mm-hmm. feel me? But you want to hear the radio for the city you in, you mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Thank you. There's no reason why I'm in my city in New York, you feel me? And I'm hearing songs that I heard in Atlanta like eight months ago. Yeah. Like, they get the songs, and they, they don't even be up to date with it. It's not even like, you feel me, you will have a newer Young Thug song. Like, I go to Atlanta for a summer. Like, just now, I just came back from Atlanta, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. The songs that they play from Atlanta niggas right now, are so old in Atlanta they don't get no spins right now. Wow. You feel me? Like the way let's just say like the same like for instance, like a panda. Mm-hmm, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Panda is an old track out here to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. If you if you from Brooklyn and you from Flatbush and yeah, you know yeah. the you feel me yeah. the mix, then you heard Panda way like, like before. Well, like well last summer type shit. Way long ago. Mm-hmm. Same way in, in ATL, but the main people, like the main stations in ATL, the main people in power, they support Atlanta artists. So mm-hmm. you're going to turn on your radio at 5 o'clock when you're on your way home from work in Atlanta, and you can hear a nigga that you've never heard before ever in your life and become a fan of him just because that's how they do it. Yeah. At New York, you're going to hear an Atlanta nigga. You feel me? You're going to hear a Chicago nigga. You're not mm-hmm. really going to hear too many New York niggas in New York. And I don't know why that is. You feel me? Hopefully they change it. But that's the issue. You know, at first, for a while, I was, I, I mean, I keep saying this and I said this in the last episode. You know, I, for a while, I was upset with that. But if it was like that, there wouldn't necessarily be a place for me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because then they will be doing their job. But mm-hmm. because they're not doing their job, I get the opportunity to sit down with artists like yourself. Just, so it makes my life easy. It makes, it makes life easy for me and there's yo, a place for everyone now. So that's I mean, a fact. Yo, everybody doing their thing, man. I'm glad that you got the opportunity to do what you're doing because you get to expose people to real nigga shit. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I try my best. I try my best. So, rolling, um, ending up here real quick. So, talk to, like bankroll friend. You got, did you actually know him? I actually, like, I didn't know the artist bankroll friend. Mm-hmm. I knew... My nigga from the hood. Yeah. You feel me? Me being on the west side of Atlanta, me knowing who I know. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see these niggas as rap niggas. You get to see what these niggas do in the hood. Mm-hmm. And I can tell y'all, anybody you don't know, Bankroll Fresh, you never heard his music. You feel me? Even if you heard his music, seen the pictures, you've seen all the response he getting from his death. Mm-hmm. That was one of the realest niggas I ever came across in my life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm going to tell y'all why. You feel me? Certain situations that life puts you in, you feel me? Is going to alter you. Mm-hmm. Like, your experience alter you. Shit you go through alters you. Shit you see alters you. You feel me? That was one of the niggas I can say, like, where he from in Atlanta, West Side. The West Side of Atlanta, to me, me personally living on all sides, is the roughest part of the yeah. city. Yeah. You feel me? He from the roughest part of the city. Not only is he from the roughest part of the city, he from one of the roughest projects in the city. Mm-hmm. One of the places, like, you don't even hear about niggas coming from. You feel mm-hmm. me? Not only did he make it out of there, he put on for his neighborhood, his city, neighborhoods where niggas didn't like him. Mm-hmm. He'd go back. Give, he came through U-Haul truck full of toys mm-hmm. for kids that he never met before. Neighborhood he probably wasn't even good in. Mm-hmm. You got niggas that's making millions of dollars that you never see them in the city of Atlanta. Yeah. Never. You probably, like, future... In Atlanta, mm-hmm. you can see future in Kirkwood. You feel mm-hmm. me? Trouble, you can see f- trouble in Edgewood. You feel mm-hmm. me? Bankroll Fresh, my nigga, was out there. Mm-hmm. 
feeding people, putting niggas on. You feel me? You y'all seen PJ? You feel what I'm saying? Like this was a, a nigga. You feel me? Yeah, like I said, product of your environment. Yeah, he was involved. Whatever he was involved in. Yeah, he promoted whatever he promoted. But at the end of the day. When you get down to the nitty gritty and you in front of niggas and you see how niggas move and you see that niggas is in a pos- higher position mm-hmm. and they don't treat you like you a little nigga, mm-hmm. that just, he just got my respect from that day on. And you feel me? I'm a raw for that nigga forever. What's been the mood in Atlanta in the indie scene since his death? Not even, I mean, matter of fact, the, 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 the difference between the indie scene is not like here. Yeah. The difference between the indie scene and it's different. Yeah. What's it been like meshed. in the music scene? Like that, I feel like everybody in the city took that real. Like, I'm not even from there and I took that hard. You feel me? So I can only imagine niggas that actually grew up with Trent. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, yeah. that actually then hustled with this nigga or actually then got fed by this nigga or actually knew him. Mm-hmm. And that's like the way he died, the way it was set up. Like if you know Atlanta, you know it was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like no niggas called him black and it wasn't like no, you feel me? He was a hot boy nigga that was just doing shit he wasn't supposed. This was the most positive hood nigga I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. This nigga didn't want to do nothing but get his bread, take care of his people do his thing and put on for his city. You yeah. feel me? As though anybody, any rapper, any real nigga you can vouch for, anybody, he wanted to do the same thing they wanted to do. Only he was nicer. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, I can say he was one of the nicest niggas I ever met. Mm-hmm. Niggas just, you feel me? It's a lot of hate in people's hearts when you doing good and mm-hmm. you feel me? You doing your thing and you not a slime ball while you doing it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't got to grease niggas to get where you going. You yeah. can be a good person and still progress and still, you feel me, make a difference and all of that. And so I feel like the city personally, like, that was one of the biggest knocks Atlanta took to me since I even been introduced to Atlanta. You feel yeah, me? Like, yeah. a lot of stuff that happened out there that's going, like, the city really going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you be in Atlanta, you know, like, it's a difference between the Atlanta you was in. Like, back in 06, mm-hmm. yeah, niggas was wilding and all that, mm-hmm. but it was still a cold. You feel yeah, me? Like, yeah. now, ain't no cold out there, man. Niggas, you feel me? It's a bunch of snake niggas everywhere. But now the focus is on Atlanta because in Atlanta, like I said, you can get rich overnight. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So mm-hmm. anybody see you getting money, of course, they going to be, you got your sour niggas, you feel me? So mm-hmm. all I got to say is if you a sour nigga, man, just instead of hating on the next nigga, just, you feel me, work on your situation. Facts. And that's all it is. Oh, man. Okay, so last question. I guess it's the last some multi-question here. Okay. So. You a young dude. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think you're gonna vote in the upcoming election? Definitely. Okay. Um, so we got Donald Trump, we got John Kasich, we got Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders. Who you think you voting for? All right. So right off top, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> fuck Donald me? Trump. That's that's initial. Secondly, you feel me? I don't like Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's not because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's just because she reneges on everything she says, and yeah. then she sways her political views based on what's popular. Okay. A lot of people don't think you feel me. A hood nigga from Brownsville would be able to pick up on that. Yeah. But if you go back, like Hillary Clinton and damn near Bill Clinton mm-hmm. is the reason all my friends is locked up right now due to mass incarceration. You feel me? Like, and they a lot of people my age don't know that. Now. You feel me? Hillary Clinton is the lady that said most of anybody that's walking, like a group of black kids walking together mm-hmm. are terrorists, damn mm-hmm. near. Basically a threat to... Super predators. For, super predators, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then she reneged recently at the debate with Bernie Sanders saying that she was talking about the cartels and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. All right, you talking about the cartels. Let's go a step further than that then. <laughs> okay. Ronald Reagan 
and the U.S. government put crack cocaine in black neighborhoods, yeah. and they the reason we are how we are now. Mm-hmm. Richard Nixon, mm-hmm. they were all against black people when they had plans to destroy the ghettos, you yeah. feel me, and create ghettos, actually. Mm-hmm. There was no ghettos, mm-hmm. you feel me? All right. Hillary Clinton comes from that same lineage. Mm-hmm. I can't get jiggy with nobody that, you feel me, supports locking up people of my, you feel me, age, group, skin color, anything like mm-hmm. that, you feel me? And then we can take it a step further. Marijuana is, you get 25 years from marijuana, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. Who mainly deals with marijuana in America? Mm-hmm. Black people, my yeah. nigga, you feel what I'm saying? All right, that's why I don't bang with Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Not because she's a woman. If it was another woman that was promoting, you feel me, the same ideas like a Bernie Sanders was promoting, mm-hmm. I'd be all for it. Bernie Sanders is my guy because mm-hmm. he's for the people. And I understand you can see directly what Bernie Sanders wants to do for the country. It's mm-hmm. not like, you feel me, there's no real hidden agendas because he yeah. put it right there on the table for you. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what all I like. I like bluntness and straightforwardness. Yeah. You feel me? So I'm, I'm for whoever is going to put America in the best position to prosper. You feel what I'm saying? Yo. What's crazy, right, is that you explain that the same exact way, literally, as I want to explain it. So I have nothing to say. I don't have nothing to say. I'm gonna, you know, you know what's funny, right, is that I was just, I just posted a status on Facebook, like I want to say, like five days ago, mm-hmm. about exactly what you said with the, um, with drugs and how Bill Clinton basically doubled down on what um, Nixon and Reagan was doing. Mm-hmm. Like he was a Democrat, and he doubled down on that shit and mm-hmm. really further crushed that generation of black people which mm-hmm. is generation of like our generation whatever and of two before ours basically mm-hmm. you know so i i'm just gonna be like i'm like yo ma because i told my mother the same thing and she didn't understand me i'm like all right look yo listen to this right here because mm-hmm. i ain't i ain't prep him like yo yeah. listen to what he just said yeah and like you feel me if about. you if you if you one foot out one foot in like me you feel me i'm not just always in the hood mm-hmm. i'm not just always in the office you mm-hmm, feel me mm-hmm. so i know how both sides work in a sense i'm learning still but i, I got an idea how both sides work mm-hmm, you feel me mm-hmm. i know why they want to lock up all the drug dealers and, and all of that and they mm-hmm. think it's bad for the community mm-hmm. and i know why you feel me we getting 25 years for a pound of weed you feel me yeah. so it's like i can't it, it's like you got to understand and just see it for what it is do your googles mm-hmm. yeah do, do your anything you want to know is on the internet you feel me don't be gullible and just believe everything you read but if you do enough research you'll be able to weed out what's fact and what's you feel me opinion other than that um yeah man it's it's hard out here son you got to understand the world you living in if you're trying to make it so that's all it is go vote Yes, definitely go vote, man. All right, at Yes, I'm Dano. Yes, I'm D-A-N-O. That's Twitter. Is Instagram the same thing? Instagram is at The Real Danny Boy. Snapchat, Yes, I'm Dano, if you want to see me in my lit life every day. (laughs) Um, I'm going to follow you, Wes. Facts, facts, facts. You can go get Brown's Villain, my debut EP, on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Google Play, and we keeping it pushing. We going to be on everything. You feel me? Visuals coming. Everything's coming. I got another show, April 16th. Perfect. Who got the Juice Barbecue? Oh, I seen that. Just added me to the bill. It's going down. Oh, it's lit. So, it's lit. Yeah, look me up. Danny Boy. (laughs) Google Danny Boy, and I'm going to come up. Uh, man, all right, folks. Uh, it's the Uncle Radio Show, UncleRadioShow.com, at Uncle Radio Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Shout out to any creative network as well. Listen to all the shows. We have Elite Music Radio coming up next. Lock into that. Subscribe to us on 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 um on iTunes and shit. 
Indie Creative Network. You can't fuck it up. And the at name on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is at Indie Creative NW, all one word. It's the Encore Radio Show. Uh, good night, good morning, Shout good out afternoon. My nigga, wow. Shout out Encore Radio. It's Danny Boy, man. We lit in this bitch. The Encore Radio Show podcast is an indie creative network production recorded at Real Life Studios, produced by Lance Huff and executively produced by Chris Copacetic.